Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey, you guys, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio. Our guest this week is Sheridan Kimball from Houston, Texas. And Sheridan <laughs> is a brand new real estate agent with two kids and one on the way. So Sheridan, why don't you get us started and tell us a little bit about yourself? So I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for this opportunity. I have listened to podcasts for years and so whenever you guys reached out to me to do this i was just like kind of starstruck and so excited so i just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity um you to are be able so to welcome <laughs> <laughs> so um a little bit about me i'm 28 i have there he is i know I was gonna <laughs> there he is <laughs> um, i have two kiddos i have an eight-year-old daughter and then a four-year-old son he's gonna probably come sit on my lap um and then i'm thir almost 34 weeks pregnant with our third um i met my husband we've been together for i think 13 years this year we met in high school we graduated from the same high school we were high school sweethearts um and we've kind of just gone all over the place. Um, he was in the military. So, um, you know, we start, that's where our life essentially started. And then whenever he got out, he got into the oil field and we were living in West Texas and our daughter was, um, going to start school soon. And I had just had my son and I told him, I was like, babe, like, I don't think I can stay out here because I was just like, the schools aren't that great. So we went out to East Texas and um, so like kind of just like my introduction into real estate as well is um, I met my real estate agent out there through like realtor.com. I just like put an inquiry in through um, there and she was so amazing and we met. I had never met her before. <laughs> We had just talked on the phone and she showed me some properties and I just, um, she ended up saying, she's like, I want to offer this to anybody, but like, do you want to come back to my house and write up your offer? And I was like, sure. Like, yeah, like <laughs> I don't mind. And so we did that and she was like, we became friends through it. And she was like, you should consider getting into real estate. But at the time I had a six month old baby. My husband was gone all the time. And I was like, I just don't think the timing is right right now. It's just, it's there. And I was struggling with like postpartum anxiety and depression and stuff like that. And so my husband was like, you have to get into this. And so I wish I would have listened to them <laughs> and got into it, you know, four years ago. Um, but it kind of, um, it kind of took me some time, um, you know, with, COVID happening. And then um, at the same time, the price war on oil was happening as well. And so we kind of got hit from two different sides and it really, it was really hard for us. And so we ended up moving into our camper and going back to West Texas. And at the time when we moved back, um, my husband was like, you have to get into this. Like it's, you have to, like, there's no other option. And I was like, you know what? Like, I know I'm a very relational person and I love people. I love, love helping 
um, individuals. And so I was like, I knew it was just something I had to do. And so the world was crashing around us. We were, we went from a 2,300 square foot house in literally one of the most beautiful parts of Texas on a half acre to a 28 foot camper in the middle of nowhere in West Texas. And while everything was going down, you know, I just like prayed so hard and I was like, God, I have exhausted so many things. I have done so many things. If this is meant for me, with everything else going on, just give me this one thing. And so I actually posted on social media and I like, cause I like, I like posting like on stories on Instagram. Cause I always like going back and looking at it just to like have that little reminder where you're like, this is where I started from, you know? And mm-hmm. so, um, the day I took my test was like a year, like almost to the day a year prior, I had posted on social media, like, God, if there's nothing else that you give me, give me this one thing. And so I'm not a good student. I only took like three classes for college. Um, and I passed on the first try and I literally fell to the ground. I fell to the ground at the testing center and the lady like, at the the proctor or whatever she like leaned over and she's like are you okay and I was like I can't believe it I just passed and I was like I swear to god and I even prayed about it I was like god do not give me a lot of math questions majority of my like so many of my questions were math and I was like I'm like sitting there and I'm like, I, I freaking bombed it. I know it. Like, and I'm just going through cause I'm like, it's timed, you know? So <laughs> that's essentially how, like, that's my story about like how I got into real estate and stuff like that. Like from, you know, when I started until, um, I took my test. I think so many people can literally relate with like <laughs> when they get told you passed being like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, know, there's no way I pass because that test sucks. If you're listening it does, and you're about sucks. to get licensed, it's get a lot, but it. you can get through it. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, you will. And I, I always, I told myself too, I was like, if for some reason I don't pass, nobody cares. Like right. nobody cares how many times it took you to pass your test because nobody, nobody asked that. Literally no one asked that. So mm-hmm. don't stress about that or worry about it because it's not like some accolade, like you get two pieces of paper, you don't get a trophy once you pass it, you know? Right. So don't put so much pressure on yourself. Just study, go take it. If you fail, try again. And then Do if you again. fail again, just keep going until you, until you uh, pass it. <laughs> so we help a lot of real estate agents mm-hmm. get, I mean, people get into real estate and what mm-hmm. uh, one thing I tell, like my husband is one of the most, he's a genius. He's like, so is mine. (laughs) He's so so smart. And it took him five times to pass that test. And he was not a test taker. Yeah. Not a test taker. We were super, super successful in real estate. It has absolutely no bearing on your, your ability to be successful in real estate. It's more about, can you memorize? Like you don't even need to understand it. You don't even have to. Exactly. Yeah. And let's be honest. I, I love about your story. Number one, I love that God had to bring you like mm-hmm. to a point where you were almost forced to get into real estate mm-hmm. because yes. you weren't making the decision on your own. And then, so it doesn't surprise me that when you asked for him to help you, he was probably like, well, duh, what do you think all the circumstances were for? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I want you in real estate. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, and I just, 
it, I think about it and, um, I actually, so like one of the time, like through that time, it was extremely difficult on me because me and my husband, whenever we graduated, um, we had nothing. (laughs) He actually graduated early to join the military and I still had two years of high school left. So when, when I graduated a week later, I was only 17 and I went up to Alaska and I went and lived with him and we had nothing like we, um, you know, we had like no money. And so like, sometimes we were having to like eat from the chow hall, you know? So we had worked so hard over a, you know, six year period after him getting out of the military to like build us up to this point where we felt like, oh my gosh, we freaking made it. Like, this is it. Like, this is our mountaintop. And to essentially have that swooped out from underneath you, not, not because of anything of our own doing, you know, like, when, when you join the, or whenever you're a part of the oil field, I always tell people, I'm like, you, you don't expect necessarily to get laid off, but you prepare for it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we prepared, but nothing prepares you for a pandemic. Right. And also what we got hit with as well, you know, so moving into a camper that's tiny in the middle of nowhere, you know, and I'm a very relational person, it was extremely difficult. And so, um, you know, I end up getting a tattoo, my first tattoo. <laughs> hey, that, got, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. What was your first tattoo? What is it's, it? It's my son. It's the like God. Here, give me a second. If I can turn my arm, like God is greater than the highs and lows. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I told myself I needed to have like a daily reminder. Mm-hmm. And something I really wanted to mention um, during this too was um, in that time frame, it was a really, really low point for me. You know, um, it was really hard to see um, anything getting better. (laughs) And so I, there is this guy on social media, his name is Charlie and he's very philanthropic in what he does to help people. And he's very big into like quantum physics and stuff like that, which I'm a Christian through and through, but I also believe in, you know, some things and going through all of that. Um, I heard a podcast that he had did and, um, he said, you know, um, your blessings are out there time just hasn't had the opportunity to catch up yet. Mm -hmm. And so when I heard that, I was like, that is going to be my life motto Mm -hmm. every day. Because if what right now isn't serving me and I don't feel like it's meant for me, something else is out there and that's okay. Like, and I, because I'm one of those people, like I like, I'm a problem solver. So I like, don't like to sit around and just like, you know, <laughs> so like wait for things to happen. I'm like, what can we do right now? So I have to remind myself, you know, like pause and just understand that the universe and God is working around you and your mm-hmm. blessings are out there. Time just hasn't had an opportunity to catch up yet. That's mm-hmm. an excellent, that's an excellent way to think about it. So patience is hard for yeah. her. <laughs> it must be the blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's hard for me. Well, you're me. blonde too. Well, I am. Yes, I'm actually not, a natural blonde. Not, not black. <laughs> so one of the things that you had talked about as a new agent that I think it's important for our audience to hear, because it's wise. It's really wise. And you're just, you're the best. I love your attitude, by the way. Oh, I love you guys. It's a <laughs> really great attitude. It's, you had said, you know, as a new agent, I had asked you, what, what do you think that new agents need to hear? So talk to us a little bit about that. 
So um, do not, if there is one thing, there's two different things I can say to that. Um, do not compare yourself to anybody. Um, it is so difficult not to compare yourself to what other agents are doing. Um, you know, we have monthly awards meetings and obviously you're extremely happy, happy for your, your, um, colleagues and stuff like that. And you want to see them succeed and, you know, you lean into them, like what's worked for you. That's something that I've actually asked agents recently who I've done transactions with, like what, give me some, give me some good stuff. Like, tell me what, what'll keep me going through this. Cause you know, the first two years are the most difficult. And mm -hmm. so, um, it's don't not comparing yourself in the sense of you are at a certain stage in your life that someone else is not for mm -hmm. me personally right now. I have two children. I have two young kids. I have an eight year old and a four year old and they are demanding of my time. And I have a newborn that's about to come and she's going to be very demanding of my time. And so I have to humble myself and remember that what I'm doing right now, maybe it's not going to pay me out in three months or six months. No, I'm not getting awards at every monthly award meeting. And that's okay. Like this business is what you make of it. That's the, um, that's the beauty in being an entrepreneur is that you get to decide what your business looks like. You get to decide how it's ran you know, um, something that I've learned as well is don't try and try and recreate the wheel. Um, do what people have done in your footsteps or, you know, in, in front of you, um, follow what they're doing. It's okay. It's okay to, you know, copy someone and do, you know, what they're doing if they've been successful with it. And so that's kind of how I, you know, try to keep myself in line is I don't, what my business looks like is totally different than someone else's. And so something else that I tell myself as well is um, something that's really important is find someone who has been in your shoes before and lean into them and hold onto them so tight and, uh, and ask them if they can be a mentor to you because a lot of the times they will say yes. And because they'll be so humbled that you're even asking them, you know, like, and so hold on to someone that has been in your same shoes. You know, I can't relate to a guy because even, you know, um, someone who's married, I can't relate to him because my life looks a lot different than what theirs does. My schedule looks so different. What there is theirs does, you know, my husband, He's home every night now, but I still have to get up, get our kids together, get me together, <laughs> try to get us out to the, you know, out of the door before the bell rings at the school. And, you know, I, I do, then I go work or do what I need to. And then I have to be back to pick up my kids. Mm -hmm. And so last night, for example, I had to go unlock the door for my client so they can move in. And that was at 7:30 at night, mm -hmm. you know? So for other people, that's how, that's where we fit it in, you know? And so for other people, they could have done it at noon, you know? Right. So find someone that you can look up to and lean into as a mentor, whoever that is, um, you know, maybe they don't even have to be in real estate. They can just have a successful business and allow them to help you, you know, create a schedule and, you know, not just create it, but implement it and stick to it. Somebody who's going to hold you accountable and things like that. Well, I think what you said is so important. I've, I had a new agent reach out to me one time and she was like, 
on a team and there was a guy that was a team lead, nothing wrong with guys, but he's, you know, telling her she's not going to be successful if she can't be in the office from this time to this time, making her cold calls and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why is he mentoring you? I'm like, you need to go find a chick that's killing it with little kids. That's right. And so I hooked her up with someone that did. And it's like, you, you really, what you said is uh, very remarkable because it is, you do need to find somebody who's been exactly where you're at and who's succeeded exactly where you're at. The other thing is, I don't know what it is about the real estate industry, but (laughs) we constantly have to tell like how much production everybody does. And I always think about it like in the esthetician world, like, are we talking about how many people you waxed yesterday? (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, and my husband actually, like, it's a big joke between him and I, because I'm always like, oh, I'm going to like in awards locally, like whatever. And um, he's always like, how many like pats on the back do you guys need? I know, seriously. <laughs> like, seriously. Egomaniacs in this business. It's so insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, don't, I think too, like, don't seek out validation from other people. Like you have to no. find out yourself. Like you have to give your own self a pat on the back. And that can be for anything. That can be little wins. If you got up and you made your calls or your touches or whatever your business looks like, that's a win. Like not everything has to end up in a transaction. You yeah. Know? I, just, I, I'm telling you, Sheridan, you, you will appreciate this. I have to tell myself even on certain days, I'm like, it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks. Jesus Christ saved me. He, he called me a daughter. That's all the validation I need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's so hard though. Yes. No, 100%. And I think, you know, um, I, I get into calls sometimes with uh, fellow agents and I just like want to give them a hug because I understand because I've, I also know the struggle of what that feels like to, you know, kind of be a people pleaser, you know, and like want to do everything for everyone, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then to seek that out, you know, if you fail, not even fail, but if there's like a slip up, you know, you really um, take that, you know, and you have to process it and you feel like a failure, but that's not the case. And that's something else, um, you know, I personally struggle with is like people pleasing. You cannot please everyone. No, you cannot. you, you just can't. And, you know, um, real estate is an incredible industry, but it's hard in the sense that you have so many different types of personalities all trying to blend and make this one thing work. And that one thing is, you know, closing the transaction, mm-hmm. you know, so it's that's kind of been a struggle for me is dealing with other people's personalities mm-hmm. and trying to figure out like, OK, how do I keep myself chill so my clients are getting stressed out keep them calm and then keep the other side of the transaction intact as well you know so um last night perfect example my client she needed uh to bring something and she's like i can't find it like i'm freaking out and i'm like look as long if the other agent's not freaking out and they're i'm fine like don't Mm -hmm. worry about it like we'll deal with it tomorrow like just get into your house like it's not a big deal. This is an issue that we can fix tomorrow. Like, let's not even worry about it. <laughs> Good for you. Well, yeah. you, you've been so delightful. I mean, honestly, Charity, for being 28 years old and a mm-hmm. new agent, you have so much confidence and wisdom mm-hmm. and um, optim- optimism. Like, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's contagious. So thank mm-hmm. you so much for being a guest of ours. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Great. Thank you so much for having me. And again, just like, this is been such a delight for me too, because I, I'm like, I'm not really anybody 
I special? But you know, everybody has a story. And um, even if, you know, you don't have a plethora of knowledge to share, something that you say or something that you share can resonate with someone else. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You're you're so right. So if there is anyone listening, you're like, well, I want to be a guest on Moms in Real Estate, contact us, go Mm -hmm. to our Instagram and send us a message and we will talk. So thanks again, Sheridan. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it.